Hello everyone, this is your buddy and your pal, Ouch, and welcome to the Ouchcast. Oh, John, you know that you're already my king of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Climb up anytime. And this is What You've Been Watching, the TV and movie review show here on the Ouchcast. We seem to be continuing a theme when it comes to TV shows, and that theme is the 2000s were horrendous. Just super mean-spirited and taking joy in other people's pain. But if there's one group of people who love the misfortune of others, it's Japanese game shows. So, what happens when you mix a complete lack of humanity with improv and laziness? Well, you would get something like today's episode, as we are covering a show that would make most health insurance plans rethink their life choices. So, put on your helmet that won't protect you and get your lip sync timing down as we take a look at Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, shortened to MXC, aired on Spike TV from April 19th, 2003 to February 9th, 2007, with five seasons and 81 episodes. On this version, two wacky teams compete in the most non-traditional sports possible in order to see who comes out on top. That part is basically completely pointless to the real reason you watch this show, watching people get hurt. Small side note, there were really not a lot of injuries on this show. Hard to believe when people faceplant into set pieces, but we'll get there. Everything of the series was released on DVD, except for like a live special, which was basically what would have been the newest footage shot in this time frame. And a Halloween episode got chopped up in the editing room because there were too many monsters from Ultraman for copyright lawyers to be comfortable with. Now, how many of you think that the expansion of cable television networks has provided the American public with a cornucopia of quality programming? Yeah! Well, uh, you're wrong. We now have hundreds of channels, but they're all filled with crap. Now, when you talk about MXC, in the same breath, you have to talk about Takeshi's Castle, which was the original program where all the footage came from. From 1986 to 1990, Takashi's Castle, starring comedian Beat Takashi, was a game show in Japan where contestants had to compete in over-the-top challenges, increasing in difficulty and unfairness for a big cash prize, alongside its own cast of characters that viewers came to know and love. This version became somewhat of a cult classic and had multiple versions all over the world. The only sort of similar program that predates Takeshi's Castle is the British series called It's a Knockout, which started in 1966 and ran through 2001 with various revamps and specials, including It's a Royal Knockout, which is such a failure of a special. Long story short, that program made the British royal family start paying taxes for the first time. But here in America, there were two attempts to bring over the format, or at least the pain, pretty much straight from the source. 
There's 1990's King of the Mountain, which is basically a very toned down version with only 10 contestants and 4 events. It's only a half hour, and there's a lot of forced excitement solely because it's a TV game show. Here's a clip, and you can hear how much the male host has no interest in even faking any amount of excitement. Thank you and hello everybody. Now, we are about to unleash 10 of the most daring competitors that you have ever seen, ready to do just about anything to become King of the Mountain and win that adventure vacation of a lifetime. Yeah, with that tone of voice, even he knew this wasn't going to get picked up. And then there was 1993's Storm the Castle, which I actually remember watching as a kid. Kind of the same thing in spirit, just with a bit more budget and the Universal Classics monsters instead of its own cast. Strange side note, was there a time when TV networks would just throw up pilot shows on prime time? Neither of these series got more than one episode, yet the proof they existed is up on YouTube if you got some time to kill. Fair warning, the generation decay is real. The YouTube resolution stops at 4. Not like 480, I mean just 4. Gee here, just back from my annual checkup where the doctors repeatedly probed me and discovered I had a kidney stone the size of a Super Bowl ring. Now here's a diagram of my kidney and the gemstone, which I anticipate will pass slowly and painfully. <laughs> I love the word painfully. And now to our games. But let's get down to the real reason people watched the games. A lot of these mostly physical challenges are split among three styles. First, you have these skill-based challenges where you have no chance. Things like walking over spinning barrels, holding on to a giant spinning mushroom, or swinging over a giant mud bog and trying to land on a tiny little point. While not completely impossible, it's the fact that these people are getting one chance on a stunt which they probably didn't get to practice at all for without even a strategy or even the idea behind the strategy it all pretty much leads them face down in sludge. Then, there are the luck-based games, which they had no chance. While not as physically challenging, there was still a very small chance to win. There were a handful of games where the contestant either got to choose what they wanted to do, or pull an option at random. For example, there was a game where it was basically sumo against random opponents, with the options ranging from like a former professional wrestler to like the wimpiest guy on staff stuffed into a weird full-body mascot costume, and everything in between. I also like the tug-of-war game, mostly because the range of opponents is even greater, like five of the biggest team members at once, a bulldozer, or even just a rampaging cow. And finally, there are the games that are just batshit crazy. Am I being the ugly American in the room? Probably but I think they're doing it on purpose. I mean, what folklore is based on running across 12 slippery turtle platforms while being chased by pirates in neon spandex? Or the game where a mechanical bull is dressed up like a horny toad and you have to use a water pistol while riding it to spray a pink bat in the background, which is not a euphemism by the way, and if you fail a giant pile of shit sprays at you with a fire extinguisher? Is there a life lesson there I never learned? I think my favorite of all these games was the one where they stuffed contestants into this capsule the size of like a yoga exercise ball and then just rolled them down this giant pachinko board. I'm sure the level of panic, vertigo, and nausea was enough for them to go, 
let's just keep this one for special occasions. Right there. Wow. How do you know to do that? That's all part of professional fingering can, being able to anticipate the gesture of your opponent. Oh, there he is being lowered into the hot, scalding monkey urine. That was one of the things that was jumping out at me. I know I said earlier that there were relatively few injuries, but that doesn't mean there were no safety concerns. Just to establish a baseline, let's take America's more than likely well-known game show like this, Wipeout. Wipeout takes place with what looks like all inflatable obstacles, takes place over giant pools filled with clean, clear water. On the flip side, everything on MXC looks like it takes place over a World War I trench filled with artificial butter topping. And the thing of it is, they don't even look like they're that deep. You always see someone fall in damn near head first and then stand up pretty quickly with the water usually about waist deep. The water will break some of the fall, but there's probably the thud of wet soil on about 80% of the contestants. And that's just the stuff that's supposed to protect you. When you can get a quick look at the set and props and everything, that's the stuff that's going to finish the job. Everything seems to be built with metal frames around it, and the best they can do to cover it up is wrap it in wet padding and wish you the best of luck. You have a 19-year-old college student risking her life by having her swing into a giant metal panel hoping she sticks to the side of the wall. And the best thing you can do are some gym mats around the pointier bits. I know it's Japan in the late 80s, but how did anyone let this show happen? But to me, the worst thing has to be all of the fucking mud. Again, I'm probably more of a prude than I let on, but mud has to be the worst thing. And it's in every show, where there's at least one game where everyone has to fall into it. Literally, everyone is already covered in it by the time they actually have to play their game. And it's never like a tiny little puddle. It's an entire baseball field sprayed by a fire hose, and you're shin deep running through it trying to catch a dodgeball. And there's a handful of games where the people playing are going to dive face first into it. I'm going to need more of a grand prize than money to deal with that experience. Uh, are you alright? You hit your nose so hard. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I may have a little snoogie on my nose. Oh, but... a snoogie? Yeah. Let Dr. Gee check you no. out. Oh, 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 I see something oh, in there. Oh, <laughs> a snoogie. Overall. MXC hangs in for entertainment purposes for a little while. This is probably one of the only shows that I can truly binge watch. Episodes are pretty short, they run about 20 minutes, they're all action, and you get enough variety in games for a handful of episodes. But once you get to a point where you see a lot of repeat games, it becomes diminishing returns. I watched through the first season and some of season two, which were fine to watch, but when you look ahead at future episodes, and they have the list of games, everything just sounds the same without a lot of variety. You kind of get over this show pretty quickly. Plus, when you don't get a lot of the wacky skits between the hosts, and they're just sitting at the bench, that's almost like inside jokes that go on for too long, and your reaction is, yeah, yeah, that was, that was a crazy car trip six years ago. The only real reason 
to keep these DVD sets is the fact that they put a full episode of the original Takashi's Castle on each set. This is apparently noteworthy as most of the episodes on YouTube seem to be the British version. Nothing wrong with that, but there's a whole lot of snarkiness in those episodes. With all that being said, I'm going to give Most Extreme Elimination Challenge a 6 out of 10. You know, you're a deeply disturbed individual, but always a pleasure working with you, Ken. Anyway, what do we always say? Don't get eliminated! No Snuggets! Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of The Ouchcast. To keep up with the show, follow us over on Spotify so you never miss a new episode. And if you like what you hear, send an email over this way at ouch64 at gmail.com. This podcast was written without AI assistance. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next time.